to be told don't do things. Start the podcast to do things. (laughs) That's how I'm fucking doing. (laughs) (laughs) Mama, I made it. (laughs) Can't think of a better rolling intro than that. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. We missed you. I missed all of you. So today we have a very special episode, potentially more special than last week, but that's only if Austin's listening. Um, <laughs> today we got our buddy Michael in the house. Say what's up, Michael. Yo, yo, yo. And, uh, you know, we just came back from space for a quick pit stop, record some stuff, you know, hopefully make you guys laugh. And if not, you know, don't give a shit. So just keep on trucking. Here we are. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Do we start it off with the weekly house update, or I mean, what's that segment like? We need to probably introduce where the chickens are at and where Dylan's at. On, do you even have any money left? It's still coming in. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Wait, <laughs> a lot less than it was, but it's coming in. <laughs> I've added a new mouth to feed. I now have a cat. Did you? Yeah. My so my brother he was moving and he could not bring the cat to where he was moving to. So I now have the cat. And How long are you having the cat for? A day. Like, literally a day. Like, I oh, just yeah. got it yesterday. That's a tough responsibility. Yeah. So, I had a big cat tower delivered. I spent a shitload of money at PetSmart. So, I was like, now I have to spend money on this thing. For whatever reason, I thought I have to spend a lot. So How much did you drop on the cat? Oh, definitely. Like, over at least 100 bucks just on toys and stuff. I haven't even gotten to food. and I need to give it a haircut. I got to groom the thing. It's a lucky cat. Well, it's it's shedding everywhere because it's just got long hair. He never cut it, so now I've. So I, now you're gonna shave the cat. I'm gonna shave the cat. Well, <laughs> actually, things. I my roommate has long haired cats, and he said you're not supposed to shave them for some reason. I couldn't tell you exactly. I don't why. even care what the reason is. <laughs> <laughs> that cat's shedding everywhere, and it's I'm sniffling. It's bothering me. I'm like, that's one day. Well, there you go. I gotta get it that taken <laughs> care of. But then you gotta stare at its butthole. See, the hair, the hair covers the butthole, and then when your cat crawls on you, and then all of a sudden the butt's in the face, it's nice to have a little cushion so you know it's not right there. Right. I mean, you know that jelly being cute as hell, but Saw, that butthole is right there. Saw one problem, a new problem comes in. No, 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 no what you do is you just give him a reverse lion's mane his butthole. Just right there. I'm going to need that. Imagine explaining that to the groomer. Like, I want to shave, but I want you to stop. I hear right what you want to do, but listen. You're not with him. <laughs> You're not with him. <laughs> you have no idea. You don't get it. <laughs> and it's a super cuddly. And he is. He's a super cuddly cat. So yeah. he comes and lays down with you like while you're sleeping or sitting down. And sometimes he just lays his butt right there in front of you. And you're I'm like, dude, saying, you why? Him, you'll see exactly what I mean. I'm telling you, a little allergies never killed nobody. But right now, so right now he's not shaved. He's still long hair. He's still long hair, yeah. Right. Like he's such long hair, he's got the long hair coming off his paws. Mm. Yeah, so he, long. it's long hair. So it just he needs a cut. Needs to get washed, groomed, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, if not, if, if it's a problem, it grows back. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think that you really are supposed to. I've never heard of someone shaving a cat. I don't think I'm going to shave him super low. He just needs to get a good right, cut. Like, I mean, cut, right? Yeah. Not like shave. You don't want a bald cat. That'd be pretty frightening. 
I feel like that would mess with its like psyche, bro. I feel like cats are very, you know. I don't think this cat's gonna care. Or he loves it, and he's just like. And he's like, Dude. it has been hot as hell my whole life. <laughs> Thank and you. Now I am free. <laughs> Thank you, master. Except <laughs> for these damn dingleberries, man. What's that about? <laughs> They're just tucked in there. You can't see them. <laughs> no, so when I got this house, uh, well, everybody's listening. Obviously, is up to date on what we're doing here. But, Michael, so when I got this house, because of all the bullshit work Dylan helped me with, he got inspired to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And I went and made the mistake of buying a house also oh no so now we get to watch the dumpster fire that is his wallet and well, why don't <laughs> you all... fill him in on the chainsaw huh? oh How about yeah that? all right Man. so i went i had these trees in my backyard right i wouldn't normally cut down trees but these trees were a problem big pine tree over the house palm trees growing into my power lines One hurricane you're fucked done right so i needed to take care of these problems and so uh i got a i bought a chainsaw in the aftermarket it looked new never used bought it aftermarket. looked at the review after I bought it, oh. it's a one star, <laughs> one star chainsaw. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll give it a shot. Was able to cut down the trees, and then the chainsaw said, "Fuck you." After that, one star literally says they couldn't have rated it worse. It literally, <laughs> literally everyone on the review, <laughs> I could have given it a said, <laughs> everyone on the review said, if you can avoid this hell of your life, don't ever buy this chainsaw. How much was it? It was just a hundred bucks, like on the aftermarket. Was it? You know, was it too bad? How much are chainsaws? I feel like you'd spend a hundred bucks. He'll tell you. We'll follow up. I was like, I don't ever want. I need to get rid of these palm trees out of my yard. So I was like, fuck this. If I ever have a problem again, I at least have a nice chainsaw. I went and bought one of the nicest chainsaws you could get at Home Depot, which was upwards of like four hundred dollars for a chainsaw, twenty inch. But I tell you what, though. My dick got hard as soon as that, <laughs> as soon as that chain started going through the, the the palm no tree nice like butter. No, <laughs> oh yeah, fuck you tree. Hey, it you was nice. No, it was what nice. you got off on? So he tells me he's gonna do this. So Austin, and I sit him down. We're like, hey man, by the way, you can rent chainsaws. You know that, right? Like you can get. That's what I was thinking. Like that's gotta cost you like thirty bucks. But I looked at 40. the chainsaws. I looked at the chainsaws they had for rent. This was not gonna cut it. The k- chainsaws they had for rent there were not gonna cut it. I looked at them, and I even talked to the guy, and he was like, "Yeah, your problem. You need to have like those chainsaws. Great for like limbs. Like if I need to cut up some limbs and stuff. Like this was going to be. I think the chainsaws you were looking at, and the chainsaws I was looking at. <coughs> I saw a chainsaw look like a bulldozer. I swear to God, they put like a Yamaha engine on the back of this motherfucker. It had gear it had shifting, turbo injected, jet fueled. I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> so I don't know what rinky dink place you went to. I guess it, it, a bad selection. I don't know. Yeah, I but mean, was it totally out of the cards to like buy the nice, you know, chainsaw, use it, and then be like, oh, didn't really do what I wanted it to, and just take it? I back. don't know. It felt so good cutting through that palm oh, tree. I, I wanted to that. keep it. I was oh, like, now yeah. if I ever need to cut anything up. I was there at customer service when they were it. trying to help the person understand you, you can't do that. <laughs> They're like, what do you, the pressure washer didn't work. He was like, sir, was there anything wrong with it? And he's like, no. He's like, okay, you can't. <laughs> you can't just return you can't, it. You can't just. We're not Walmart, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like. <laughs> you can't just buy it and then use it. And then bring it back. I was watching this poor guy's reality just come crashing down. I was just like, you thought that money was coming back. <laughs> how much is a power washer? That's, how much is a chainsaw? I guess so you know you get what you pay for. It's so. a rentable amount because obviously. 
that sucks. <laughs> Poor guy. Rest of the tools though, bond aftermarket, great. Weed whacker, leaf blower, was given a lawnmower. That if was you nice. Taking the moment to read. You probably would have gotten a good after. I would have just taken the moment. But I'm with you, dude. Like when when it comes to stuff like that, like you don't. You see a good deal, you're like, done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get. Yeah. But lesson learned, you know, it's a lesson learned in this entire process. What's the lesson, Dylan? How fast you can spend money? <laughs> <laughs> How you can blow one hundred dollars and then an additional four hundred dollars? That's the total. You spend five hundred dollars. How fast do trees fucking grow, that's dude? The, that's like, the lesson number done. one. They're down. What are you gonna do with and now the chance? Now you got no more trees, but hey, it feels good. It feels it? <laughs> good that it's done now. And we hauled out all the the palm tree stuff yesterday, so that was nice. Got it out of the yard. How'd you get those out of there? Uh, there's a place in St. Pete we could just dump it at for free as long as you live there. And so my buddy James came over with his truck. Gotcha. And uh, that sounds awfully suspicious. There's what? this place in St. Pete you can just dump your shit for free. Dude, you don't understand how long we look for places to dump shit. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said that church parking lot was just as good as anywhere else. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to find places just to get rid of junk. <laughs> it turns out people don't want your junk. That's so, it, dude. It is crazy. You have to pay to give somebody your junk. That's like what? But it makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, I just, I want to be able to just dump my shit somewhere and it be not my problem anymore. But then that's how the plant gets problem. to where it's at. So you know, I don't know how much you can recycle used motor oil. You know, that's 40 years old, caked up in your backyard, <laughs> but buried under a foot of sand. Maybe there's a market out there somewhere Brother, for it. There's a will. There's a way. Right. Yeah, I heard somewhere that they built a plane out of hemp and it runs off of hemp. So if you can do that, man. Now that sounds like the hippiest shit I've ever heard uh, of. I, it blew my mind. I was reading this whole thing. They, they can't make like plastics out of hemp, right? They so this article, which I'm not 100 percent sure if it was true, but this popped out to me said it. Liberate was, your mind out of word. <laughs> it was probably something like that. Who knows, man? I did not fact check this. Things so. they don't want you to know. Dot <laughs> com. <laughs> There's some FBI anyway. agent out there. Delete. Right. Delete. Right, right. Uh, anyway, I did not fact check this, so I would love if somebody did. <laughs> but he said they built it off out of hemp, a plane out of hemp, a little small, small plane out of hemp, ran off of hemp, and they said it was ten times stronger than steel. And I read that and I thought, I cannot wrap my head around how that's possible. Right. But now I'm curious if that was just a BS article or if it's actually true. Dude, we were talking about that. So last week we talked a little bit about conspiracies nonstop. Michael and I have been talking about conspiracies. Oh, dude, I'm, oh, I get off on that back shit. Back at this. <laughs> but, but the same way we talk about politics where we're like, oh, you know, like, let's see what information. The same way we we're just like, you know, like there's got to be something to some of them. Something, yeah. We're right? not trying to sit here and call y'all sheep even though y'all are all asleep <laughs> and you need to wake up. <laughs> Look, just because you just woke up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's just it's fun to go down and just think about it. Like, I feel like to educate yourself, just like in politics on both sides, it's fun to just know what's going on. But I swear there is a sick pedophilia ring going on. Like, I do think hundred percent, hundred percent, that's it, definitely it, happening. It runs yeah. so deep into like the people that we know. Like, I don't know anybody in that. But, you know, like, so James tried to tell me Will Smith was like... Uh, Look, if I got to pick between Tom Hanks and Will Smith, I'm going to be honest, I'm going Tom Hanks. 
you're going to choose Tom Hanks as the pedophile? As the pedophile. Oh, hands down for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt, Tom Hanks I mean, is definitely a pedophile. Just so, for the record, too when you're, ni- when you're too nice on an island that long, it's got to do something to your mental health. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Wilson, you know, come yeah, on. Wilson. Something's fishy there. Dude, something is fishy. <laughs> Will Smith at least had a dog when the end of the world was there. You know, he wasn't getting weird. Dude, it's not right? Dude, everything about Will Smith's figure, like, you know, whatever he is, like, icon, you just can't believe he's a pedophile. This right. Is, this is possible. And if it does turn out that Will Smith is a pedophile, I lose all faith. It's well, I everything. mean, no one's looking at Epstein going, ah, I just don't believe it. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Maxwell, I don't think she did. Yeah, it, you no, know? That's exactly, and nobody's looking at freaking, you know, Kevin Spacey being like, mm, yeah. I think no. But now here's the thing, though. How do you look at Trump? And go, yeah, he's the one heading up That's the resistance. Exactly. How do you say this is the leader of the free world and the resistance <laughs> yeah. of the darkness? I'm like, what? Like, right. he's up there on those. Like, oh my gosh, I can't. If that man could roll coal with his plane, he Dude. would. If he goes by states, he would roll coal. Son. The funniest thing is when you talk to these people who are so into conspiracies, like they are so strongly believing that he is the leader of the resistance and they use these things that he does in public that are absolutely ridiculous ambiguous with no real like concrete anything and they're like he's communicating this and they're put these messages to what he's doing and i'm like so that goes back over to QAnon bullshit that, well that's exactly that's what so the, the, that like, got out of hand that yeah, QAnon stuff got out of hand and it's ended up being just trolls running that whole thing i think like there <laughs> what, what was the qa non thing so it's like the the resistance so it's like started as the only truth line direct line where it's run by the people and everybody you know you uncover all the truths there's and people I, like on the inside that are that are part of this qa non group that have these secret names and they're spilling stuff on like reddit and other information and then it just like it, it it might may have been true at first, but then it just got taken over by trolls, and it just turned as all good real. <laughs> it turns real stupid. Well, and it could also very well be a propaganda tool. So it's like the, the thing that I can't get my head around is. <clears throat> so I went down the whole rabbit hole in the conspiracies, and like for a second there, I was like pulling for Trump. I was like, yes, you're right. Like I see, because he, he has. If you look at it, he has like done eight times or six times the amount of human trafficking and sexual arrests like people like he has um, arrested maybe six times or eight times the amount of human sure. traffickers really taking a charge in that direction so like he probably knew a lot of people in that just from did. his high oh, power yeah, think about the one you're in that kind of power well that's exactly he so probably knew some people in that evidence right there that he is doing the right thing but that's it you know it's like it could have very well just be a propaganda tool to win over this whole ideology because you get people really passionate about children and all this shit. Like I will put on the blinders and blindly believe something to my grave when something that horrendous is what I believe is going on. And if I believe this guy is doing anything to stop that, I'm going to block up. Biden looks like a fucking idiot. Trump's saving the children. I don't care. I'm going to vote for Trump. Yeah. So it could overarchingly be this whole propaganda scheme because you tell a lie long enough, strong enough, hard enough, whatever becomes a truth. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what do you believe? Yeah, dude. I don't know. That, mm. It's like one of those, is it correlation or causation? Right. Like, is he the one causing the effect, or is it just happen to be coming on right now? And people are like, confirmation bias. Like, oh, that's the information I was looking for. Mm. For sure, he's the, you know, the dude. But. Yeah, there's just no evidence. Or, like, at least there's not a lot of concrete evidence. I think it's, I feel like it's a lot of 
conjecture. And then you talk to people who are like, there's all this evidence. And then you ask them to show you. And God forbid you ask them. Well, God that's, forbid. <laughs> yeah. And so, I don't know. But it's fun as hell to still believe. And I definitely go down the rabbit hole every now and then. Like, 9-11, we all know that shit was a setup. Whatever <laughs> you believe. <laughs> well, it's just like every now and then, though, stuff hits, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look at the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. That was a long time conspiracy theory. And then all of a sudden, now it's starting to roll out. Look at the Bob Lazar yeah. with the UFO stuff. True. That was 30 years of conspiracy theory. And it just came out as truth the other Where day. Where are we at on that? The, the, like well, They just, like, uh, confirmed, like, our... I saw, terrestrial I, I, or like a non-earth but do we have any green glowy shit i don't know see that's the thing if it's like i saw some of the videos right or what are the videos they were that they're... so dude the, we can take satellite clear ass pictures of mars but we cannot get a clear picture of these fucking ufos on our planet come on <clears throat> well here's the deal you got a 300 million dollar jet whatever of f-32 costs and then you got this grainy ass black and white image and but but all the instruments are saying like hey we don't we have no fucking clue what that thing is. Entering, exiting, and it shows up on radar, all that cool stuff. I get it. Cool. Pentagon's going to... I mean, a UFO is just an unidentified flying object. It could be any we other aircraft some other country's creating. Plenty of UFOs. Doesn't I mean, mean think, they're alien UFOs. You think other countries don't have, like, shit we don't know about? 100% like, they do. and stuff that are, like, they're flying 100%. on low, yeah, testing around. So that's it. what I'm saying. I don't want video evidence. I want green, fucky, glowing shit. <laughs> Some fucking metal thing. We don't I want know the it fuel. That's I want a making light, that happen. Like a living thing that I have never seen or known. Like something where I look at that and it's alive. And, and I, they're just cow prodding it in an underground bunker <laughs> somewhere. Like, the heck poking it with a stick. Do <laughs> something. <laughs> this is where these video game ideas keep coming from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that, that Bob dude, though. I mean, the amount of hell he's been through in his life. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, though? actually seeing did you listen to that interview of his yeah i actually didn't so i i, I listened to clips of it and read like a, bunch, a couple stuff or some stuff on it and then yeah. i watched some of a documentary on netflix well the clips are probably just as good because he's kept his story the same yeah for the Imagine past 30 years seeing that shit eyeball to eyeball and you're like i just rather fucking forget this you know he's yeah just like but he's like dude i know what i saw and i know what i worked on like no one's gonna tell you different, I suppose, and I don't know how his whole family isn't dead yet. But well, I'm just like, how does how is it that nobody else comes forward? So like, maybe they have, but like, how how is it that there's no other personality or person that's willing to hear Bob Lazar and be like, I also saw this shit. Here's what I don't get too, and think about like, of all the positions that they're figureheads, public figures, positions of power. The president of the United States is probably like single-handedly the most powerful man in the world, as far as ability to get stuff done or to really fuck people over. You think definitely did? fuck people over for sure. The president of the United States can pull some stuff to make stuff happen. True. Okay, so you probably wouldn't want to cross that guy or girl, <laughs> and yet somehow someone was willing to do that to get the secret out about Clinton getting his dick sucked. Okay, so <laughs> think about Whoa. what people are willing to do for stupid shit. And this is why I can't wrap my head around how we don't have more people. They'd be like, fuck it. You know what? It's worth it. The real, that's where well, they Well, that's are. what happened with 100%. recently when the government just admitted that they have a vehicle that is not made of this earth. It was a someone from the private contractors that worked on that stuff from the Pentagon. So someone did it. That's why that article was posted in the New York Times. 
And then they made, and then Bob Lazar is like, they're probably going to post a correction, but it's good to see that this is finally out. And then they did come out and try to post a correction mm-hmm. on it. So that's what that was. That's why we have that. Yeah, but I mean, awesome! It's happening. I'm just yeah. surprised it hasn't happened before. As I think too, as we have more and more millennials and younger people going into the government too, this stuff is going to just start spilling out more right. and more. Because people like us that are going in there are going to be like, yeah, we want everyone to know this shit. Right, and spread in, uh, the, the ability for information to just go wherever instantly. Right, like that's caused a lot of people, quote unquote, waking up in the world. It's just like, oh shit, maybe my entire country is pretty fucked compared to other countries, and they don't want it to be that way anymore. I just want to see some fucking aliens. Why is that a bad thing? Yeah. I really don't even think it would be like negative for society. Like I think 50 years ago, if you were to have introduced that, maybe there would have been some panic. But this day and age, man, some aliens would literally, I think, bring excitement to the game. I well, think everybody would unless be Unless like, you're the church. That I mean, you know how many people are really <laughs> yeah. tied to the church in that way? Yeah. I mean, How people, many? Tell me. Uh, probably a lot, actually. I'm just saying. Christian is there Catholic. a separation of church and state in, in, in America? Ooh. Not in North Carolina, there ain't. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, but I'll tell you, man, as a, you know, I, I like to identify myself as a Christian, but, you know, I don't understand how you couldn't co- coexist the two. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. The power runs deep, bro. You know what deep. tripped me about visiting Rome? So, man, this is the thing about being on a podcast because this is going on record, right? But as I remember it, mm. the 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 Pope was a unilateral move by Emperor Constantine. So when he came into power, that's when Rome was literally so fucking massive, the sun didn't set. I mean, it was all the way right. from Spain to Egypt. I mean, it was fucking everywhere, right? I mean, just huge. It's hard to wrap your head around how massive the empire was. So at some point, they realize, like, ah, oh, shit's too good for too long. And they the, just shit starts happening. Bad stuff's going down with the Empire of Rome. So they, they try to split it into two. That's not going well. Constantine's like, this is all fucked. This is when Christianity is rising. So within oh, yeah. the same lifetime, you were killed if you were a Christian. And then by the end of all this shit, you were killed if you were not a Christian. He goes, hmm, this Christianity thing's pretty popular. So he decides... We no longer need an emperor. We need a leader of Christianity. So he creates the position of Pope. Steps down as emperor, steps up as Pope. And that's how the Pope became a thing. Well, and what's crazy is that is what where Christianity went wrong. So, like, right then is when Rome started to put the rules. Like, the one thing Rome did really well is they systematized things and they created structure. Like, the way they did their military, they did those phalanx things where they were, like, squares and everything was a system and then they brought in this christian christianity which was intimidating and the reason they didn't like it is because it was not something that you could put in a cookie cutter box it was this very ambiguous personalized experience and that didn't work for them so when they tried to make it a roman thing they boxed it in they made it systematized and they made rules and they made systems and they did what rome did well and then america picked up on that roman christianity and that's why we have such a wacko version of that like you know it's a beautiful experience just like any religious experience it is is but what most people know it as in america is this real whacked out systematized roman descendant christian experience that there's so many different variations of it so many different because nobody can agree because they're trying to put these rules and some people attach to one rule people some people attach to another rule and they don't 
realize that it is, it is about the rules. It's about the experience and the community and coming together and making something of it. And but dude, freaking you crazy. have to, especially as a Christian, go visit Rome. Oh, dude, I've got, I know I want to. So I definitely want to go there. I mean, day. just the yeah. architecture alone. But, oh no, 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 no! Step back from the architecture and just look at the godly amount of wealth. And I say that literally. When you're inside Basilica Square, inside the Vatican, it is. For the longest time, it was the largest church in the world, right? And they wanted them to know that so bad that in gold, in the floor, you'll see, like, just little hash marks with, uh, like, numerals and stuff next to it, right? It's the dick measuring contest of the Vatican letting you know <laughs> that's the next money. biggest church in the world, <laughs> and that's how far you still have to go. It is huge, and there's fucking gold everywhere. I'm like, Damn. the amount of wealth that flows through the Pope alone. Think you could, like, go pick some of it up? You know, I mean, it's like on the roof and shit. Bring a know? little chisel, like... If, and if it's not real gold, then it's painted gold. I'm like... We're going to be passing around the offering plate. Please put as much money as you can in there. And For real. 10%. 10%, 10%, 10%, 20%. 10% really minimum, bro. If you if you 20% if you really care yeah, about I mean, God. Yeah, if you actually right. care about Jesus and want to be on his good side, you're going to get closer to 20%. <laughs> exactly. 10% do you really like need a roof over your head, or do you care about God? And it's got to be your best 10%, by the way. Here's the thing. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That, that whole ideology <laughs> is so crazy. Like, I get how, you know, a church needs money to run, but my grandma literally used to believe, like, to the core, if you did not give at least 10% of your income to the church, God would curse you. Like, it was a I have family core, members, yeah. That to the like core that. belief, she would, and I would tell her, she would ask me if I would tithe, and I'm not going to lie to you, Grandma. No, no, I didn't. And she would <laughs> cry. She would literally cry on the spot, and I would feel so horrible. And it was because she genuinely believed I was going to get cursed because I didn't tithe. Now, I, I do believe that you should give your money. Like, don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of good reasons to it, but I don't think it should be out of this guilt because you're going to be cursed. And But... That's that, like fire it. and brimstone. Dude, it's wild, man. But by the way, the good that comes out of giving, by the way, so like so many things in the Bible, even though I don't, uh, you know, identify as Christian or anything, but if you look at the, the essence, right, if you take the man's words out of it and look at the essence of the lessons, anytime I've given 10% or more, like to Haiti or to any other. It comes back 10 But then again, Dude, you're really giving does. that. To things that you know it's going to go towards something right. good. I've I've been a part of churches that I saw it was not going towards something 100%. good. Hundred percent. Uh, my school, I went to a super private Christian school. My our pastor drove around a damn Cadillac and had a huge house. Like, and then our our finances were in trouble. Like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. I know I know where it's not going. And right. It's supposed to be going to help, right? And you see, or like that. the mega churches. There's so many Joel like Olstein that. Joel Olstein. Or the dude with the crazy eyes. Oh, the, snake, yeah. snake eyes, yeah. man, where he's like, oh, let me, hold on. I'm clustered, honey. You oh, me. You, Jesus. Uh, holy bit, I got a whole merry mother. COVID be gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That dude's wild. Those people are, are crazy, yeah. right? Like that, they have taken advantage fully of the For system. Sure. I saw some article, and, and you never know how things are blown out of proportion because, again, you never know what people are doing. But I saw this. One article about a, some guy who had like a, tw- a minister of a church who had a $25 million home, and he said he used it to put on gatherings. But you like took a video aerial of this, and it was like a compound. And you think, how is that justifiable? Like, you know, how can you, 
I mean, I don't know. But they find Again, ways. They do. They. I mean, if you talk to them. Well, but granted, like, let's just say that this pastor also wrote a book, right? And so he's only using the proceeds of his book to do that. And Or he's found – he was an entrepreneur and he built his wealth. Like, articles can skew things in a certain ways that they're saying he's taking from the church. But in reality, that might not be true. But Well, they take it – how they do it and in their own mind convince themselves that it's okay. Is in, in Christianity, it teaches that if you give towards the Lord, he will provide tenfold back, right? Like in heaven – if you if you give back if you, the more you give here you'll get way more when you get back in heaven so they think in their mind i'm doing preaching the lord god and i'm living this life i get all this from these people i should be able to keep a certain percentage of this for myself and then right. that's how they mentally think it's a weird line when you think about it it's that's like how well, they get all this how do you compensate your pastor yeah. right like it's just there's no like i don't think as a pastor that should be your full-time job like, I think, okay, if you want to preach and do that, that should be, like, your side thing, and this is what you're doing. But then for if the you run a megachurch, yeah. there's no way that's your part Well, that's anything. the problem. You shouldn't be running a megachurch. Well, so check it out. Like, you know, I, to do that. My dad actually is a minister, so you know, which is interesting, and that man has a full-time job. Now, I can see how he could do it not being a full-time job, but he runs that shit, like— he runs it harder than. But by the way, some of those sermons that ministers put together, because I mean, I, for four or five years, hardcore Christian, like wanted to be a youth pastor, summer camps, big events. Wow, I did not see that one coming. Really? Nope. Oh, dude, <laughs> hardcore Christian. Interesting. Loved it, man. And uh, some of the sermons that they would deliver, you could tell. I mean, I modeled that, like speaking, like how a, a pastor speaks, and and puts together the messages like seeing my pastor how much time he spent on crafting a sermon so it really spoke to people like there is something about that man i I honestly it's like take take the church out of it i love just hearing some of those sermons for sure it takes you on a fucking emotional roller coaster without a doubt but then it's not just that so you got to think they're community builders too so they're trying to make sure that there's communal events going on they're trying to make sure that they're doing you know events where they're contributing where people are getting together keeping people engaged and so the more work you put in the better community you create and so the reason some churches die is because the minister's trying to get money and he's not really invested versus some people are in it doing it because they love it and they create these communal experiences that are just so rich which is the weird part it's like cops right like everyone wants to rip on cops right but what is right. what's the percent most cops i've met are totally cool doing their job bro you getting mugged i'm 100 percent in the wrong yeah you get yeah. mugged that that cop's gonna be your best friend because he's gonna save your freaking life in your wallet dude and you're gonna be so grateful he's there you don't want that motherfucker defunded now have you ever run into some asshole cops dude because oh, those yeah. guys <laughs> are fucking assholes you want to hear the craziest assholes. story me and some buddies are driving across the country and holy shit this cop whips by us on the highway going fast as fuck with no lights on and then we're driving just going the speed limit and he just stops in the middle of the highway just stops and we just keep cruising right by him and then he turns his lights on and goes behind us now granted i smoke pot and at the time was smoking pot a lot but these two guys i was with were not about it so we had no i mean i had a little weed talk but we were not smoking or whatever and this cop comes up and just starts harassing the hell out of us i'm talking something scary where it's like we are all just being super polite, and then he freaking gets the driver out of the car, pulls in. I mean, and this driver's weird. Some good Christian boys. Like, these are some wholesome boys. They've never done anything wrong in their life. They might have smoked weed once in their life. <laughs> like, and this cop freaking pulls him back, and he is intimidating us. Like, I could have sworn this guy was drunk or something because he is, like, threatening us and being like – and then one of us moves and hit, boy, you better not move those hands too quick. I remember hearing that thinking, holy shit. Right? right? And then – he freaking 
he's in the back. I can't even remember. We're just freaking out, thinking, dude, we got to put this on video or something. And eventually, you know, we're obviously clean, not doing anything. And he tells us at the very end, because we're asking, why did you pull us over? Like, what is going on? And he says, because we threw trash out the window. And that definitely did not happen. Like, we were cruising, no windows down. Or maybe we had the window down, but, like, definitely not throwing trash out the window. But it was hands down the scariest thing that's ever happened with me and a cop. And so that right there, there are dirty cops out there. Hard, dude. I had one time, I I was uh, at Greek Village. I was carrying a six-pack. As I'm walking by a fraternity house, for whatever reason, there's cops at that fraternity house. And they see me, and I'm one week before my 21st, carrying a six-pack. It's not even mine, too. I'm literally bringing it for a buddy over to the fraternity house that he left it at my place. So they, of course, are like, hey, you. I keep walking, trying to ignore it. You with the six-pack. God damn it. <laughs> so they pull me, and they're, they're I find out why. They have rookies with them. So they're, they, where's the best place to go to spot mm-hmm. people doing anything? Let's go to Greek Village and write some people up. So they start riding me up, and I'm just I'm talking with three guys and three of the cops, and um, another cop is in the car writing up the paperwork, taking forever, damn rookie, and <laughs> and I'm just leaning against the car talking with him, and then one I I don't know if he was a new guy or what he was, but he starts walking. Next, I'm leaning against the uh, the car is behind me. I'm leaning against it, just arms crossed. The other cop cars to the right. One of the cops starts walking in between, and then he flinches back and goes, don't touch me. Don't put your hands on me. Like, flinching real quick. And I still have my arms crossed just sitting there, and I look over the cops, and I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And they were like, we don't know. And I just looked at the cop, and they looked at that cop, and then he just walked away. I was just like, what What was that about? That is so <laughs> weird. I mean, think about the, the amount of education and training that cops have to go through is nil to none i mean it like some of the cops i've run into i'm like they gave you a gun huh and a <laughs> license to fuck anyone over like think about what a felony can just fuck you for no reason i mean just like now granted so this is the thing as my college drug dealer so eloquently put we were smoking a blunt <laughs> as we passed by a cop and he goes you know a little, a couple gold teeth too. By the way, just to get the whole image here, right? You know, I this guy, true dealer, true, true dealer, and uh, real cool guy though. We passed by the prices, cops, and he I'm goes, sure. "Fucking pigs." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You know, I gotta hand it to him. About a hundred percent of the time, they pull me over, they get me. I, I was in the wrong." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "For the shit I give them." They're pretty good at what they do. <laughs> I was like, he admit it. He's just like he understands the respect, I guess. Right, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so like we were saying it before, it's like so you think about like the amount of asshole cops, and it's like we all have stories about running into total asshole cops. Most of them are good, but then when you look at the church and how many, it's like ninety percent suck. 95% are just dude. <laughs> okay, well then let's go back to other like the pedophilia stuff. How does the Catholic Church get away with that? Dude, how, how does the Catholic Church get away with common so knowledge that priests touch little how boys? How many did they arrest? <laughs> it's such a common joke that you're making it as an elementary kid school or like elementary kid and that's just ridiculous. That's insane. Like, and it that's just how got blew over. It just blew they over. They arrested like I, honestly, I think it was like eleven hundred. I mean, I, I wish we could fact check that, but that 
even if it's only 1100 which I think it was a lot more than that, by the way. Still Wait, 1100 like got arrested or something? Correct. Like, charged for child molestation. I think but this was, was it, last year. But was it? Big... But was it the Vatican arresting them, or was it like actual? Yeah, I don't know. That police, good. like right, government police arresting. I know, like them. I mean, it was like charges, right? Like charges are brought against whatever because the the church, like it was just this big. They brought down a couple big guys, and then they started spilling the beans to get less of a rap sheet, and there's just this trickle down effect. I think it was last year that the government, somebody was going after all these guys, right? And then the Pope came out and said, like, okay, this is an issue. We recognize it officially. We're going to do something about it. Even though the Pope is probably touching little boys. Could be. Honestly, the Popes are probably nice people. This Pope, I like this Pope. Really? Yeah, absolutely. He's doing a lot of good shit as far as, but the bar, the bar for good shit for a Pope (laughs) is so goddamn low. He was the first one I know to actually merge evolution and like Christianity. He was like, we can't rule out evolution. What if God created that? Right. He right. was the first one to actually admit to, or even, not admit, just say like, "This is an option. This could totally yeah. happen." Good, good to hear. There's a little sound logic coming, being introduced. You know, trying to try, trying. I, I will be honest. I, I was talking with a, a somebody, a, a friend of mine. I, you know, I'm not gonna say like, somebody I really respect and love. Um, and we were talking, and it just blew my mind. Some of his beliefs. About like Catholicism, yeah. Like Just, what? He um, genuinely did not believe in evolution, so like, it counted out as just you know he he just that's what faith is. He thinks the planet is only like three or four thousand years old. Oh, right. he also thinks that it's flat, more dome shape. Uh oh. And like, I'll be honest, man, I love this guy, and he's extremely intelligent, and he like. Are you sure? Get, yeah. And he, he gets <laughs> shit done. Like, I, I would go to him with a lot of my problems, and I still do, like, even with this. And it's just so interesting to me how he so strongly believes that. And, I, you know, I'm sure he he's a part of a community that enforces that. And um, I think that happens to a lot of smart people is they because those are the type of people that are going to do research and stuff, right? So then when they start doing research and they end up going down a path and people are telling them these things – Sometimes smart people kind of go down the wrong path and get in the, into the wrong research evidence. Maybe. So what do they think space is? It's all a projection, right? Like a yeah. So propaganda and projection. I, yeah. So I think this is supposed. This is the center of the universe in his eyes. And so. In any of the. I have a lot of family members like that. They think that. They think like this I think is it's a conservative it right Christian here. viewpoint. Like I think that there's so, so well because it teaches that in the in the Bible that right. this has only been here for thousands of years. And, and I just for some reason thought that science overruled that. Like I grew up in a Christian household, but we were, you know, just sound logic was always on the table. Like it, it, that was never ruled out. Like you could always ask a question and the logic answer was there. I was never like mm, that doesn't add up. And I just for some reason I just don't understand how. I don't know. It just feels like out of touch. But maybe I'm the one that's out of touch. I don't know. Well, when the the thing I love about the Bible is there's parts of it that can be taken for quite literal, like even being able to build the ark. Like they knew enough, like uh, theologians, is that like a theologist? Yeah, like theologians. Some of this stuff, right? Like it, there's enough, like they can go back, literal translations, all that good stuff. But the Bible still is left up for interpretation. Like that's baked in. Right. There are stories that are only stories for the essence, not for the literal taking. Unlike the Quran, <laughs> only part of the Quran <laughs> that is uh, meant for interpretations when they talk about jacking off, touching your dragon. 
It's the only part in the entire. Everything else, pretty fucking clear. Kill the infidels. Don't eat pork, clothing, curly bits, all of it. God tells you, hey, this is how you do it. Really? Love that about the Quran. I didn't. I was. I didn't know that at all. That's what I get. That's the thing that really ticks me about Christians because there's so much interpretation, right? So it's like, oh, we want to have these gay churches because you know it's like no. God, that's not up to interpretation. God does not like homosexuality. Marriage is between a man and a woman. I don't care how you feel about it. Like your your church, like that's not. But then it because it's left up to interpretation. That's where the, you can bend and. And, and what's flexible. amazing is they believe in God is all powerful, right? And they believe that he nothing can compare to him. But then believe in the Bibles that have just been touched by so many people, and changed to be able to go towards their way in theology it's like it's like what what how can you still believe that that is all what what you have to do right what (laughs) (laughs) nothing (laughs) just a little little christian humor right there no that i want a handbook you know what if it's that fucking easy (laughs) no dude if you want a a christian handbook i don't want a christian handbook i want a god handbook okay i don't want any interpretation i want step by step okay how do i I want to take mushrooms and I want to get a tablet and etching stone on top of a mountain. <laughs> what he's telling me. Yes, please. And then I want to hang those tablets up in my house and know the 10 rules I got to follow life by. Charge and then the people, rest is out the window. Charge bro. people $10 to come in and read it and be like, that's what you have to do. Damn. 10 bucks sounds like a steal. For sure, bro. I'll be charging 100 Well, you got to get all the people from the villages to be able to come in. That's who's coming. Yes. Yeah, but make them earn it, man. Don't don't just give it. Ten dollars is earning it for them. Well, they gotta like do stuff when they get to the tablet. You know. So I'm saying this should be a lifetime's work, right? <laughs> <laughs> I need a whole month's paycheck. A month? I'm talking <laughs> five years, bro. I, you get I the- feel a pretty good like TV salvation program coming on. <laughs> you want the rules, bro? Give me five years of your life, and maybe I'll give them. You know, this really, is how you really scale this thing here. So this you know? is how you become Joel Olstein. <laughs> we figured it out. How do I? I don't. How much well, mushrooms what do about, I need, and how many stone tablets? What about the? Mo- is it the Mormons where they believe a guy went out in the woods and found seven plates, yeah. like golden plates, and then yeah. he buried it, and then came back and lied to everyone, saying that's what he found? I, I one time was on uh, an appointment with Mormons, and I was really trying to get the sale, and they spent about four hours trying to convert me to Mormonism. But I don't remember that part of the story. So <laughs> oh yeah, know. no, that's for sure. Like the what they uh, what they go by. Interesting. Those guys. So there's a couple Mormons that would go around our neighborhoods when I lived in the apartment over in Brandon, and they knocked on our door, and I, and they were like, "Oh, can we talk about you know whatever our Mormon religion?" And I was like, "Sure, come in," and just ripped a bong. <laughs> and then nice. I was like, "Y'all want to join in on this?" I'm like, "We're gonna be getting deep here." And they're like, no. And then so we went back and forth talking and I just want to know what their lifestyle was. Turns out like they they don't have TVs. They don't have electronics. They just read. They don't have anything else really in there where they live. And then those young guys were just all they did was like this. They saved a ton of money. And this is their yep. full time job that all that money they save for is to pay for rent it's and books. Pilgrimage, right? Like oh, the, yeah. They save up for a pilgrimage. You want to hear something kind of awesome? So what they do on this pilgrimage is they're trying to spread the message of God. Right. If you don't want to hear the message of God, that's okay. They just want to serve you. So if one of those groups or like those two Mormons come up and you say, hey, I don't really want to hear the message of God, but I could really use some help, they will do whatever you want. I literally know somebody who has had them mow their lawn, do their dishes and their laundry (laughs) while they were chilling at their house. 
I'm not even joking. What? And he did it just as like he was like, I just want to see like somebody challenge him. Like he wasn't really just like the guy who was like, yeah, like I need you to do this. He was like, I don't think they'd actually do it. And so when they came up, he asked them, and they did it all with a smile. And they brought the concept like they would like bring up how grateful they were of something of God or whatever. And he they would just add little things, and they were just trying to be, I guess, a ray of God or whatever, and show them. Nicest people. And he got his. Dude, the craziest part about that, they washed my car for me. See, it's I just remember that. I was in Gainesville. They came by and, like, knocked on the door. I was like, oh, man. They were like, you want to talk about, you know, I was like, oh, I actually, I really did. I really did. And I was like, you know, but I am going to an appointment right now. You guys can circle back in a week or two. For sure, let's make this conversation happen. Sure as shit. They circled back, like, a week later. And I was like, I did tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They remember. (laughs) They won't be back. Damn, sure did. uh, They see an opening, bro. They're going to go for it. I was like, yo, I got to wash my car, but if you guys want to help me with that. And they're like, oh, no, we'll do it for sure. Can we talk about God while we do it? And I was like, hell yeah. Cracked (laughs) open a beer. (laughs) They just washed my car. We're talking about God. It's like, Uh, hell yeah. I love talking. I mean, honestly, it's like. For sure. These are the conversations that shape the world. Cause you think about the ripples of, mm-hmm. you know, just like having very fluid conversations and strong beliefs loosely held, you know, like Tim Ferriss says, that. I love that idea. It's like, you should be able to like have these conversations with people and Mormons, I think on their pilgrimage do an amazing job of like just showing up, trying to be an image of God. Like yeah. maybe a friendly neighbor. I don't, yeah. Like it's one of the, the most bike helmets respectable things I was listening to a podcast the other day and I've heard that the Mormons are you know the like doomsday preppers yeah. like they're some of the most doomsday prepper people that are out there but you know how a lot of doomsday preppers are like very secretive they're like no yeah. we don't want you to be a part of this Mormons are like nah get on in here we'll feed you <laughs> you can be a part of this all day long we get locked in together we just we have all the time we the just world. want to talk to you about God while you help us didn't they uh, were Mormons the Poly, poly, is it polyamorism or fucking I think so so that's the other thing that's just like a little strange I'm, I'm pretty sure that men have multiple wives in Mormonism so that's a certain I think what from what my understanding it's a certain group of the Mormonism is that right yeah, yeah but even still like if, if their version of the Mormonism blew up and like that's the way the world was running there's not I mean the split right now on men and women is about 50-50 call it 55-45 yeah. what do you do with the leftovers right what do those women do? That are just left over in the Mormonism? No, men. It'd be left over men. Because one man to many women. I guess. They just beat beat each other to death and figure out who's going to have more wives? I think. You but, know, actually, there's a flaw in that system. I don't get it. There's not. It doesn't happen enough, I don't think. Are they like lobsters? Would they fight <laughs> to the death? It's like Christianity, right? There's There's Christians that do still speak the old tongue. In, in churches and they do all these wacky things that Christians used to do back in the day and then there's like there's not many that still do that wow I've heard that a lot they get wild in, in those churches but there's not many churches that still do that but they're out there right I don't think there's still much Mormonism that does that but they're out there you're missing Utah. what I'm talking about Dylan <laughs> I, I totally what if they win man what if they win and that becomes what if the they thing? win bro and that's it well then that's that's how I, then you are because you're not Mormonism I, I'm pretty not sure that- like the Nazi movement that sect of Mormonism <laughs> grows 
Wait. The tide <laughs> and the momentum shift. <laughs> All of a sudden, Utah's your 2020 president. A lot bigger. Okay. He's like, you know what? This is how we do it now. Romney. Okay. Romney becomes president. All and then the, we're invading Germany's shores with Mo- Mormonism. Okay. This takes this takes foothold. Then what? Then we have a whole world that's run. A, that's an easy pitch too to too many people to take over because you start pitching <laughs> at the men and they're like, yeah, you can have as many wives as you want. All of a sudden, all the alphas are coming out. Right. Dude. Betas are going down. Yo. Betas are gone. Being a soy boy beta ain't the game when you're a Mormon, man. But here's the thing. I don't know if I remember this right, but I'm pretty sure Mormons believe that there's like only 144,000 spots in heaven. Oh, that's Jehovah's Witnesses, bro. Oh, that's right. I was like, I don't know. I was like, how did <laughs> Never mind. Wrong religion. But they're both the same because Jehovah's Witnesses also come Someone has crib. not heard the good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord no dude so yeah i mean is it just like the uh you know eternity's like ufc championship to get in for yes. jehovah's witnesses it's just that's fucking... what i'm saying like how are you a jehovah witness in 2020 feeling good about getting one of those spots you get to heaven and it's like <laughs> round one <laughs> <laughs> Knowing it's 2020, you're sitting there thinking, man, I really hope a lot of these people fucked up. Like, yeah, dude. Because you could do it all right, and then you get to Kevin's but Gates. The, but God. it's a point system, so you got to recruit your best opponent. So it's like if you had to fight to get into heaven, but you got to go pick the fight with the biggest, baddest motherfucker you can find. That doesn't make sense. As a, as a beta cuck, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if I'm a lobster and I gotta get the biggest lobster I can find and, and try and invite him in to fuck Yo, me up, fuck. that doesn't get me in the, what? That does not jack me up, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> there there are some spiritual warriors out there. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. You meet Frank the power lifter up there. That's <laughs> like all about God. Every time he lifts Jesus! And then all of a sudden you see him out there. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. You just pull the lever to go ahead and fall through the clouds. All right, whatever. Oh, how about down. the motherfuckers that blow themselves up to get to heaven? What is it, 21 versions? 72. 72 versions. 72. Uh-huh. Dude, that is just a sad reality. Like, I watched a movie that kind of portrayed the story of a, a, a boy who, you know, was like a just a normal boy parents whatever had this crazy shit happen his parents die in a bombing he gets mm-hmm. put into a school Batman. the school's a radical school he's there two years gets fucking brainwashed and then he goes and suicide bombs a church where these oh. people are getting together yeah they show most of them they like put them through all this misery to make them think like this is what you want like yeah. this is the best outcome this is the best possible situation so all the people that are not all, but I would say most, a vast majority of the people that are blowing themselves up, it's not like they're like, I'm so happy. Yeah, they're well, sad. They, I want to kill everyone, so they're happy too. Dude. What's crazy too is they were getting people through like chats and online. They were able to get people to do that over here for a while through chats and online. Just to find people that are upset and depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of them. Start converting them. Jack people full of medicine. Don't give them any answers. <laughs> Yeah, it. I mean, it's insane. Like the fact that like any kind of creative, free thinking thing. It's and it's so conspiracy as to to even like wrap your head around like the war on drugs kind of thing. Where you're like, mm. and you guys are prescribing synthetic heroin and meth, yep. like pure but, clean pharmaceutical grade meth. 
and then all of a sudden doing DMT, which is in your body, is illegal, and you're going to get a freaking... Or eating fucking mushrooms. Oh, my Eating Lord. some toxic mushrooms. Like, you're no, going man, to we don't want for that. that, dude. That plant, that's a prison plant right there. It's just so weird. It's like, dude, like, people that hurt other people, yeah, that's not cool. Put them in timeout. But, like... I don't. I just can't. That's what I'm saying. It's so Big Brother, like whatever, free expression. But really, it it is kind of weird that it's gonna take such a big push for people to be like, "Fuck off." I mean, I think that's what we're kind of going through right now with weed. And it, weed is one hell of a gateway drug. That is one <laughs> thing Dare was certainly right about. That's true. <laughs> it does make it chalk easy it to, up for Dare. I it mean, it makes it easy to take the next one. <laughs> Dare's like, here's what it looks like. Here's how good it's gonna make you feel. Don't and now do it. Dare Don't to do resist. It. Ooh, I resist it. And for some reason, we have a lion that just talks to you <laughs> in here. This is what it looks like when you're on it. And you see lions. <laughs> Show me a great time and then tell me not to do it. Come on now, dude. They brought in. I remember when I was in elementary school, a whole cart full of drugs, like weed, cocaine. Wait, All like these different real boxes. Drugs? Real drugs. Okay, they were in these like special boxes, uh, police escort. I had that presentation. <laughs> and they were like, hey, anybody recognize this? And I fucking did from my, uh, you know, childhood, whatever experiences. So they, but I didn't say anything. I was just sitting there. And I was like, that's kind of funny. Like, why are they doing this? Because they're passing around the boxes. And they're like, does anybody recognize anything here? And a couple of the kids did. And they'd take those kids and they just go like, find out what their parents are up to oh my and i didn't put it together until like way later i was like oh that's super sneaky i remember they would bring dogs in our school and just go down the lockers and just anyone that got a dog on it you just pull that kid out of class i got pulled out of class and had a a dog search me one time i i think we just brushed past the fact that your school was just fucking baiting using kids as bait to catch parents on drugs I don't have a problem with that. That's though. crazy. I mean, like That's the true. weed thing, yeah. The weed thing is the big thing I'm thinking about. Yeah, I mean, if they're doing it so much in front of their kids that way, like true. probably not ideal parents. Right. You see some well, crystal, and the kids like, I recognize. I that. recognize. It. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's why I'm not a parent. So. <laughs> yeah, and they had like paraphernalia on the tray and stuff too. So it wasn't just the drugs. They had like a bowl, stuff like that. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, I recognize this. It's like. Fucking Mommy get out does of the same. Yeah, that's what that's part of my mom's breakfast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's how they catch parents that are molesting their children too. Oh, that's. I don't know if you smart. remember that when we went through elementary school, like we would have like presentations or like p- people would like they'd slip it in there. It's part of the school system, like what the teachers are supposed to do, is like the really young kids, just weird exercises like that to see like what's the huh. home life like for these kids. Because little kids don't think at all. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's what my daddy does. That's what my dad does. Most of the children volunteer the information, though, too. Because they don't know if what's bad or good at that point. Like, they're just yeah. doing what their parents tell them. A little girl tries to kiss another little boy. And teacher's like, hey, don't do that. Like, why'd you do that? And they're like, well, that's what my daddy does to me. He's showing show me loves me. And then, the, you know, I mean, that's normal. But, yeah, sometimes kids just say shit. And so, but that's a fucked up thing is that, like, child services – can only go so far and, and do so much mm-hmm. like mom yeah i don't know one time when i was young i was really mad at my dad so i maybe like sort of complained that he hit me or something <laughs> and <laughs> maybe sort of 
I like set it offhand, and I my brother had hit me a bunch like a day or two before, so I had these bruises on my arm. And child services has a little power, cause I remember my dad talking to me a little, kind of scared, like, "You better not say some stupid shit." And like my dad never <laughs> did anything, like definitely not abusive at all. Like you know, I mean a little crazy. Don't get me wrong, but you know nothing unhealthy, at least compared to some, but. Yeah, I just remember child services was ready to swoop in. Like we had a whole sit down meeting. They they asked me questions with them right there, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, dude." Yeah, no, I just run into a lot of people that work in child services, and it's like heartbreaking because the the rule is they rather not with molestation, but like when there's shit going on, they rather keep a family together than put them into the foster Definitely. care system. I think they were just trying to get a picture of it, like right? They because. I don't know. You just, you don't know. And I lived in a very privileged area, so I'm sure that, like... Doesn't hurt. Yeah, for sure. For show. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's just, like, fucked when it, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But, like, when I was a kid, man, we were, like, my dad's house was a total bachelor pad. Like, my brothers... One time my dad got on to my other brother because... Uh, one of them flipped a golf cart on the other. I mean, just drove it as fast and hard as he could and flipped the golf cart over my other brother. And my dad ripped a tree branch up and started chasing my brother down for it. I'm like, dude, kids, kids are fucking crazy, man. Yeah, you definitely don't think things through at all. You're just like, that sounds fun. <laughs> right? Let's do that. <laughs> Great idea. Like one, when I, I, we had a, a, a doom buggy. The only thing I just wanted to do so fucking bad was like, I want to roll that thing. I want to <laughs> get in that, go as fast as I can and hit that turn and what see how world? many times that they will turn. And I did it. <laughs> and it was awesome. But why? You know, why did I think that was the greatest idea to do? <laughs> it is so interesting. One time when I was jet skiing and I thought the greatest idea would be to go full speed and then backflip off the jet ski at 70 miles an hour. It made perfect sense. Yeah, because why not? Dude, it knocked the shit out of me, bro. I fucking cartwheeled on the top of the water and knocked the wind out of me so hard. And then you got to realize, oh, physics. Honestly, <laughs> when you said that, I didn't think about that either. But, yeah, you slapped the water doing 70. I don't care what position you're in. That's Dude, not how you're going to land. It it was painful, man. Because it does. You, you, didn't, see, you didn't even pick up on it. You're like, whoa, that sounds like a great idea. That sounds fun. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Man, dude, 70 miles an hour is fast as hell, dude. <laughs> I remember doing a BMX, and when you're learning, you have to hit those jumps to learn how to hit them. And the only way you could do it is do it. Yeah. And, like, you will eat shit the first several times. And at some point, you'll finally hit it. I mean, that comes with anything with skateboarding. or I just remember that feeling, though, of, like, all right, I got to figure out how to clear this jump. How fast do I need to go? Boom. Oh, that one it. Bicycles, go faster. Oh man, getting skint knees and I I tried to see how fast my bike could go one time and the pedal fell off as I was coming around <laughs> a curve. I like did a front flip, like wrapped my leg into the tire and did a front uh -huh. flip and my face luckily broke the fall. So I put a rock through my lip. Dude, I came home, my whole face was a giant fucking bloody running mess. No love. You're a fucking idiot, basically. Like we told you. Because you're a kid. And they're like, slow down. You're like, fuck off. You know, see how fast you can go. <laughs> I can do it. Dude, my whole yeah. face was a fucking scab. 
My mom's like, it's your fault. I'm like, the fucking pedal came off. <laughs> <laughs> we told you. We only screwed it on to we go 10 miles you, an hour. Come on. Like, Not a 20 mile an hour. It's a 10 mile an hour bike. It's, it's different if you get speed wobbles or something, but the, the pedal fell off. Like, give me a mulligan on that. Fuck. Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's not really my fault. <laughs> uh, that's just unlucky. I, uh, my parents used to always tell me, I loved a longboard, and they always told me, put your shoes and shirt on. I always like to go with just my like my board shorts on or whatever because I felt like a total cool guy. Anyway, didn't listen to him after the twentieth time they told me that, and I was going out with a buddy and we were fucking flying, and I'm good like I'm, I feel really confident on the board, so it's like that wasn't the issue. But my buddy in front of me fucking speed wobbles and lays out, and I just you know fly right over him, and it consistently it rips off half my nipple, oh, my side, man. just absolutely rips me apart, dude. And I was like. Ugh. See that one was my fault. See, right. see, like you, you, you lodge your pedal. See, I, I was told so many times and I didn't listen. But you want to know the the icing or the silver silver lining? Yeah, your dick sucked. No, nipples grow back. Oh, so when you say ripped half your nipple off, dude, like, it was like a full fledged wound. Like I had a scab on my side of my nipple. Like it was. That's kind of trippy. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. Yeah. So you got areola action and everything. It Whole did. thing, dude. And like, it was a scar for a while. I was like, <laughs> it was pink. The mechanics in your brain are just like, God no, damn it. it. I gotta it, fix this it goddamn blew my nipple. Mind. Like, I did not. I thought I was going to have half a nipple the rest of my life. And I would have been fine with it. It's <laughs> a pretty was cool like, story. It was like a pinkish cool story, bro. brown. Like, you know, because, you know, my nipple's like brown. And it was like a little pinkish. And then it eventually faded. And you literally, like, look. it's kind of dark but you cannot even tell i lost half my nipple it's like you know it took about 10 years but you know it worked how did you tell were you like to a chick just being like can you lick like right there right there just right there i I would not (laughs) gotta find gotta run a test here dude and what's even worse is i put this (laughs) bandages on and i left them on for three days because i didn't want to touch it and they scabbed into it hell yeah and so i had to literally my dad actually had to do this because i couldn't i sat in a bath to try and soak it and he had to rip all of them off oh yeah dude man that's yeah. dirty yeah can't let it sit sorry i went there guys you gotta change your bandages dude oh now i know man every yeah. six hours i don't fuck with that dude right. <laughs> you i ever get wounded i actually don't even like to put bandages on if i can avoid it i'll like let it bleed for like couple hours just to have it scab up naturally so then i don't have to think about it i don't think it's i don't know bandages are good neosporin's your friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just like morphine dirt give it, it to me <laughs> dude at college we had this hill like speaking of longboards that like these longboarders would always so we had speed bumps because the hill like you could just get some fucking speed going down this hill on the college campus but they had brakes for motorcycles for crotch rockets and so if you got started at the top of that hill and going down you had no speed bumps until the base of the hill and there's one little Ooh. slot that you have to hit oh no dude well i did it one night drunk totally fine the girl that came behind me oh. got fucking wrecked i hit the speed bump at probably 40 miles an hour my buddy got a speeding ticket from the cop the cop pulled him over because he was doing it during the day i gave him a fucking speeding ticket for like 20 on a longboard on a longboard yeah wow just to send a message right like we're gonna like you guys are you need to fucking stop doing this 
Dude, this girl did a full-on scorpion into that fucking oh. Oh. Like Oof. at the end of a drunk night, you know? I was just like, oh. That's the worst to wake up to the next day. Just cut all up. Austin you, Austin took a pair of free lines down it. <laughs> he took it a video. You just see him go. And you just see that, oh. You know when someone gets the speed wobbles, that face? Oh. oh. <laughs> you, can, you can feel their butthole getting tight. They know. They know Saw how they in their face. <laughs> Austin gave himself a concussion. <laughs> Ooh, man. Yeah, I used to bomb some par- parking garages back in the day <laughs> on lawn boards, but thankfully, never, I never had, had that happen. Yeah. Just yeah. skateboards. Yeah, I, I definitely have never gone as hard on the longboard since that time. Like, there's a little bit of PTSD. <laughs> Seriously, like, I'll see a great hill, and I'll be riding down it, and I'll be halfway down, and I'll have to stop sometimes just because, like, I psych myself out. Cause, you know, I like the longboard, but I don't like ripping a nipple dude ripping a nipple will teach you a lesson if you wear a shirt man it probably wouldn't have never been that bad but when you just slide on that asphalt yeah dude that that was probably the permanent semi-permanent fixture in my childhood was just asphalt scabs all over my body yep same how have we not made a better option than asphalt just soft soft cushion hill Soft cushiony hemp. Ten times harder than steel. All natural. <laughs> Talk about another thing, Big Brother's holding down, man. Dude, that's for sure a held down product. Bro. Hemp ch- our whole paper, fucking everything, and it's way more sustainable. We're cutting down these forests way that took hundreds of years to grow, like thousands of years to grow. Like they've been there for generations, and we could literally just be growing these fucking hemp farms and producing. And the evidence has already been proven. The government's like, yeah. Why no. Why is society <laughs> such really. a meat-driven society? Like, fuck all the, like, economics of fucking vegetarian, whatever. Like, why is it that meat is such a big deal and vegetables aren't? Because it's so good. Because it's, it's pro- just so tasty. No, it's so it's, tasty. It's protein-dense, and instinctually it was something. So when we were growing, meat was a very rare commodity. Mm-hmm. And so we had this satiation around it, just like we had around fat and certain things where right. our brain would get a lot of stimulus from it because when you found mm. it, you fucking dug in because right. you didn't know when you were going to get this again. Yeah. All of a sudden, fast forward, we live in an on-demand society. So it's this food that naturally gives us that endorphins. Like we need more. We want more. Mm. And so when you have li- unlimited access to something that should have been this scarce commodity that we we ceremonial killed the buffalo and shared it together for this one meal Right. versus – now it's just every fucking meal. Like and fucking I, candy. It's and I crazy. tell you what, though, hunting it on your own and killing it and getting it is just so much better. of Because I've done it, right? It's just right. so much better of an experience than and just going to the, the grocery itself store. Itself and It's so just better tastes better. True, you like feel game. better. Mm. And you, I mean, and, and from a spiritual standpoint, you feel that animal. Right. Like when you, you, you go over it, you thank the animal. Thank you for providing to me. Mm-hmm. You eat the animal, and you're just—it's you, just a better product in the right. end, right? And so, but whereas you go to the store, and you know your best option is the green, green wise at Publix, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you could go to uh, meat shacks here, and potentially just buy meat directly there. But like when you harvest the animals yourself, like so much better. The connect, there's a connection there. You appreciate the process. But there's process. so much time that See, goes so into that. So much Talk time. about that connection. Like, would you, would you, 
like I've just never done it, so like I don't know. Like I've never. Well, because you when you when you when you do kill the animal, you do feel bad. Yeah, it's like you're taking the life. You are so like taking. Connect, you know, you just, are taking the life of the animal, right? But I mean, hunters aren't usually doing it to like aren't killing like a younger animal. Like it's probably an older because you want the big buck, you want the big mm-hmm, antlers, right, you want the trophy. Right. So it's usually an animal that's towards the end of its life, anyways. So then you or take it out. Prime in its alpha male prime. Well, if you have like a spot that you're hunting consistently, you've seen all the different animals in that right. area. Trail cameras oh, really? and yeah, like, you've you, seen trail cam. Like you've put up trail cameras. You probably know there's three or four deer in that area. This oh. out al- this alpha so male have, like, their, is probably you know, uh, so you'll see consistently the same, you know, bucks and does are gonna stay in the same area. I mean, it's a big area. You can watch a, a whole group of deer grow over many years and kill that deer once you see it. So when I say harvest, peak. you're literally like picking out the one. And I mean, if you're patient enough, right, you can get that one. Sometimes you just take a doe, whatever. Like I would take two does over a buck any day. It's just meat, you know. Like, and you have to do that. There are, there is a. It's called doe day, and you buy tags for a doe because you have to keep the population down because you're not killing does all throughout the year. So every now and then, and that's usually actually the day they use for kids mm-hmm. to go out and get their first deer. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm. And by the way, hogs. The United States is you can kill a hog anytime you want they're that rampant everywhere yeah. kids used to come back to school fucking showing pictures of the hog they would jump out the back of the truck and ted nugent has a company over in texas they're so rampant in texas he's got this huge plot of land you can go up in a helicopter with a 50 cow and just mow them down out in a field and you keep them all and then they donate the rest of the meat to we like raised hogs growing stuff. up too it's really good meat so, obviously, pork is delicious. Super Would good. Would you want a wild hog? Like, those aren't gro- like It's good. Hogs, they're like... You no. can raise a hog. You yeah. can... Like, that's just the thing. We did that. We, yeah, for sure. We raised a hog, like, two every six, seven months. But these are hogs that are, like, tearing up crops oh, gotcha. yeah, out see, there. I would... You know, I'm down to... I've just never been offered the chance to go hunting, but I could see myself... If you go to Hawaii... I've never killed an fun. animal like that. Deer are taking over there. Huh? Deer. Hawaii? Uh, yeah, in Hawaii, there's a certain island where the Ooh. deer are just rampant. Good so they want people to come there and take them out. Good, good excuses, any. Go hey. murder. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's talk about chickens. Take them out. Especially the ones here. Well, I mean, I think we got a plan tonight, don't we? I literally, I can't put anything on record because this is on record. But we definitely don't have a plan. No plan. Love chickens, Same. actually. In fact, the ones around here are adorable. Delicious, almost, some would say. Some might say the eggs are just scrumptiously Oh, man. The feeling, too, by the way, they'll lay like a clutch of eggs. Ugh. Is it called a clutch? A clutter. A stash. So they'll lay some white ass around the, the, the yard, right? <laughs> the feeling you get when you pick up one of these warm little oh, eggs. Yum. Knowing your farm, throw it down the driveway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, what a waste of free range eggs right there! (laughs) The feeling fresh, you feel the life just (laughs) squash between your eyes. (laughs) One less, one less problem, or just you know, sitting on the porch. Having a nice sandwich, you know, doing some yard work, and you're like, "Damn, what a nice day!" And watching five chicks go to one, with one car coming by, just in a, 
But the cat- whole family mowed down. There's something just so. But it fed so the cats. Beautiful. The cats got the feast. That Not night. even. I went and scooped them up and threw them in the trash. It was kind of gross. Wait, you really watched five chickens get mowed down? Four. <laughs> and then scooped them up. Hey, you didn't want to smell that after. A I was couple sitting. Days. I swear to God, we were sitting there Cycle eating sandwiches, and you just see. This cute little family hanging out in this car. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear him like squat? Not even. I went over there because I was like, damn, from my angle, it looked like one chick. So I was like, that poor little chick. So I was like, I'll go scrape him up. And then I get closer. I was like, holy fuck, there's four. It's a whole family. And one of them looked like, you know, fucking like war movies. Like little baby guts are hanging out and he's looking at me. He's like, fucking kill me. Like, Still right, alive? So yeah, to go get the shovel I was going to scrape him up with. But he's, like, hanging out. I'm like, oh, God, now I have to, like, because he's in misery. So then you you try, and you miss the first time. You didn't hit the part uh, that you meant to hit. Uh, <laughs> you got to try again. No. And now you're freaked out because the first time you missed, you no, missed the second time. Oh, so no. by get around to the third, fourth time, then you're in the fucking street just whacking this emulsified baby is looking like a fucking psycho fucking animals how i felt like a fucking sick man but it was for the good of the chick your neighbor's cameras totally recorded that god i know if right they, did, though, they saw the humanity in it. it nothing about that felt humane what a dark turn the there's, right some gra- there's some grass growing out back now, though. That's nice. That's, that's some greener pastures. <laughs> some greener <laughs> pastures coming. There's finally grass starting to grow back there. It's it's it's, it's starting to, but the area the chickens hang out, they ate all the seed. It's gone for so some reason. There's a very distinct plot, like a line, where they just said, eh, "Okay, we'll give you the We're rest." Full. But this we, is ours. We don't want any more. I'm just like these damn chickens. So I might let that grow in, but I'm thinking just sod at this point. Sod is the way to go. No maintenance, all easy. Just pay someone to lay it out and then just water it. I How think much? you're referring to turf. Exactly what I was referring to. Sod is <laughs> not turf. Grass. Big mistake. Big L. You should get sod. I mean, you know what I mean. Turf. Turf. You should get turf. I don't just think I want to put a bunch of rocks out there. Dude. I don't think, by the way, you understand the amount Semi- of effort that went into thing. not having turf. Because yeah. if I would have had turf, I would have just laid it on top of all the shit that was back there. No, you wouldn't have wanted to do that. I don't know. That backyard probably even still would have killed turf. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible backyard. No, it would have killed a child playing in the backyard three years from now. Good. We would don't want that so- either. <laughs> Slice them up. Cut off some nipples. <laughs> Nipple wow, cutting was... expert over here. <laughs> he said, good. <laughs> we don't want that either. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Guest comes stay at this Airbnb. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> There's a <some> fucking <laughs> turf and motor oil. <laughs> Just 
glass bits everywhere in the turf. Scattered around. There's tetanus. Tetanus everywhere. <laughs> you put in the Airbnb descriptions, most definitely need recent tetanus shot. <laughs> 21 and up. <laughs> Do not walk off the concrete. Do not <laughs> rent without a tetanus shot. <laughs> Hey, would you pass the cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm excited to uh, to make some more movement on that yard, and I I haven't touched it in a couple weeks. That's probably why it's starting to grow now. Well, I was watering it for a really long time. Yeah. Um, I just gave up on it last week. I was like, you know. But let's go back to giving up. You gave up, and now it's growing. There's a very deep parable. I don't know how we're finding this. There's something. The less you care, the more it works. To the giving up thing that's happening. I like it. Yeah. It's just every time I apply that to my life, everything goes to shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, when do you give up? When do you not? Give up too much. So something to learn here. Something to learn there. A yin and a yang. You know, going down a hill. What speed do you hit? And you're like, eh, I probably should dive. Give up here before you hit that. Do I wear a shirt? Don't wear a shirt. Definitely wear Do a I shirt. need nipples? Well, you can go temporarily without, and they'll be back. What happens if you rip your nipple off and you're expecting mother? I don't know. And here's the thing. The tip was intact. That's why you're giving two. I've, I have a theory. What that if you're both of them off? Like, is it still going to produce milk? I don't know. What happens? Mm. Here's the thing. If you lose the nipple tip, does it even grow? I have a theory that it's the freaking root because the tip was definitely like my biggest fear was like, or like when I was looking at it, you could still see like the tip was there, even though the the left part of it was all scabbed and whatnot. Mm. And so if the tip's gone, are you just, is it over? Are you tipless? Are you nippleless at that point? Does it ever grow back? I see what you're saying. It's like a tree. You take out the, That's the roots. I, I don't is know, it gone? Man. Is it's it gone? I got no. We got the tree. I got no evidence. Take like, out the factually to like back it up, but it makes sense. I bet you there's people out there that have gotten their nipples removed just for the sake of getting their nipples removed. What about, all right, example, breast cancer. They get their tit removed, and yeah. now there's no nipple there. I guess Proof. it doesn't grow back. Well, that yeah, well, that's taking out the entire boob. But technically, that's kind of the same, it, it, not the same thing. But in a way, would the nipple should the nipple grow back in the same spot? Yeah, the boob wouldn't grow back, but would the nipple grow back? I don't think it does. So that's kind of the same concept. I don't know. I think they're just taking out like. It, Man, I wish we had uh, Victoria still here. Like to have a doctor present would probably be. I mean, that would have worked for sure. Somebody knows the answer to this. Definitely. And uh, why that? Doctor would like to come on to this crazy podcast and explain this. Sponsored by boobs. We boobies. all love them. Everybody loves boobies. We do need to work on our ad revenue, Dylan. I agree. We need to start endorsing something like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't even really like that much. Aquapads. Just so you know. Great idea for the shower. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Great idea for your thoughts. Has a limited edition sugar cookie, and it's good. You should try it. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Sponsor a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Grass. I'd rather rather sell out. I'd rather whore out to Red Bull, you know. Get some flamethrowers. Red Bull's already too lit. We got to just do it. Red Bull's like, we'll sponsor you, but you have to jump out of this plane first. We we set our podcast studio on fire every week, and, like, you have to record the longest with not dying <laughs> <laughs> so we burn it down we'll do every it. week 
<laughs> Monster is like, you have to go as fast as fuck. <laughs> no, we just should sponsor Bang. Better drink, better, better name. We'll just go Bang. 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 Bang, bang. I could fuck with Bang. Same. They, they are the only energy drink that I don't get jitters from. Yeah. It's the BCAAs. Whatever that is. Branch chain amino acids. Does or whatever the fuck those are. Wait, is that really what that stands for? <laughs> yes. You learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just good for recovery and stuff. But I mean, when are we really gonna step up? When are we gonna get the good stuff again? You know, Coca Cola with the good stuff. Everybody in America could probably get behind that movement. <laughs> Seriously. I want that old C4 pre-workout. Oh, yeah, the heart-stopping shit? Yeah. That Bring stuff it back. was Bring it crazy. That back. shit made my ears and face tingle. The real Four Locos? Oh. The real Four Locos. I don't know, I don't know if those should come back. Uh, <laughs> I really don't think those should come back. God, take me back to my childhood. Shotgun one of those bad boys. Dude, the I night had... just got started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Five-minute jump shot to Dylan throwing up in a toilet. <laughs> Whoa, let's round two, baby. <laughs> From the top. Four Locos were horrible, man. Did you know, have you had the Red Bull in Haiti? It's not Red Bull. It's Red Bull. No, that I don't know. It's the real, like, Red Bull. It has, like, the, uh, it has a different kind of bull on it or whatever. But it has something in it that they won't sell to the States. I had an, so that's I had what an it, energy it, drink that they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It originally like, was a certain way in the U.S., and then some part of it was like, eh, okay, probably don't want that into everyone in America. So they had to make a different kind of – but like, I guess in Haiti, they don't give a fuck. They're like, no, this shit's the good stuff. Really? There's yeah. a, like the I didn't even know there was like a, two separate kinds of Red Bull. I didn't know either, but when we were building that clinic, that's basically what we were running on. It was amazing. It was just like – probably more psychological than anything but that's all i was drinking basically for seven days wired wow. pull a, a carl i wonder there's a way to buy that somehow and get it shipped here yeah probably maybe like ebay or something they'll ship it over here if you can smuggle drugs across the border i'm sure you can get energy drinks that's probably like, so easy <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there <laughs> blue flavored red bull <laughs> right get on in here <laughs> yeah I mean, it's amazing the stuff that you can do in other countries that you can't do in America. Well, like what? Give us some examples. You got to go to Peru to do ayahuasca or Costa Rica. Um, is it Budapest or I think it was Budapest or Prague. No, Prague. They don't have any drug laws. I was walking around the streets and they had like posters saying like, watch out for this pill and cocaine sold from this area. Because it was just like a public safety announcement. Nothing about, like, if you get caught there, it's, it's treated as a disease. So, like, your first sentence is, like, 12 we weeks in rehab or something. That's how it should be. And then, like, your second offense is whatever. And, like, so your third or fourth offense is, like, jail time. And then, like, minimum jail time or whatever. And so they work Really? Out. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Every, they're like, do whatever you want to do. But if you're getting caught, you're obviously losing control. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, right, and it's, like, over a certain amount and stuff, and you can go, like, they have these places where you can go get clean heroin needles and everything. San Francisco? Prague. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in San Francisco. <laughs> L.A.? San Francisco, they, like, <laughs> reduce, recycle, reuse, so they just, you need a needle, Dude, San rent Francisco. A they wipe it off with some Lysol. Send it back. That, that is an interesting city. 
It's a I've never failed been. experiment. It's the weird, <laughs> they literally let people shit and pee on the street, and that's legal. I mean, their homelessness issue there is off the chart. I read somewhere that they used to There's like people. bus homeless people out to San Francisco. Like there was a whole program, where, like from across the country, they would bus homeless people out there because they'd have a better life out there. Well, they were welcoming them. Wild Wild Country. I don't know. They're Wild Wild Country. Great documentary. Amazing. What's documentary. Wild Wild Country? Oh, bro, you Ooh. gotta watch that. What is it's it? On Netflix. It's amazing. Amazing documentary. Doesn't it, matter what it's about. It's literally like one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. All right. I would say the best way to describe it is it's an experiment of uh, taking over a spot, calling it your own, and separating yourself from the United States government. And then the, it's nothing, not doing wrong to anybody else, but then the government just wanting to take it back over because they lost control of like a two mile wide space. The, the, the dude with the long hair? Rajneeshis. No. There's a, there was a the conspiracy theory on Netflix. Um, because in this documentary, the dude definitely had long hair. Yeah. Yeah, long hair, glasses. Yeah. Came from India. Or no, India? He, he was a white dude. I think you're thinking of the Waco, Texas That's thing? what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good documentary. I didn't see a documentary. Waco. I just saw the show. So there's a like, show, not did a like a reenactment. Yeah, yeah, that was show. crazy. But the exact same thing. They were just didn't this know. This is a fucking documentary. Really? So it's like this shit isn't like portrayed. It's like it takes you through all these clips and has like interviews with the real people and yeah, it's real footage. It's a fucking everything. wild ride, dude. What, was everybody like on board? Like, does every, like everybody who was a part of the church thinking like you know everything was good, loving it, and they just came in and ruined it? Big brother said, "Fuck you." There was oh. this little town of like white country people that were like probably super racist, and this massive commune type thing moves in next door. And they're like, fuck you. We don't want you here. And the other people were like, well, we just bought an ass ton of land and we're built like we're here. And so, like, it documents, like, how that plays out. And Big Brother stepping in and being like, we don't like where this religion thing's heading. And it's just fucking insane. Because, like, I've never heard about it until I watched the documentary. But yeah. nonstop, they're showing you news footage from, like, CNN. Fox. Yeah, it was on big networks, but anybody I asked from that time doesn't remember doesn't anything remember about it at all. What year was it? 80s, maybe? 80s, I think. Yeah. And Late nope. 80s. Huh. Like, my mom, no one I asked about it, like, had heard about it, like, Betsy's parents. That's so strange. And it is fucking insane. Highly recommend it. Where they got fucked up was immigrating people there illegally. <laughs> I mean, they they fucked up in quite a few places, but probably every church does. Yeah, you know. But theirs was like in the name of orgies, so it was. This place was just having orgies. Oh yeah, left, right, and center, Ooh. hippie love out the yin yang. <laughs> just like naked people everywhere. Oh man, that's funny. Hippie love. It was a uh, they were doing very successful <laughs> of not giving anything back to the government. And then the government said, no, no, no. So do you guys part. think that uh, should we tax the churches? At this point, yes. Well, see that there's a tough thing about that. Maybe not back in the day, but at this point, churches have taken f- far too advantage 
well, situation. See, it, it would be good in some scenarios, but probably not great in others. Because if you really go to a, a good, wholesome church that really is doing, you know, the Lord's work, whatever that means to you, and, and out there campaigning for the people, he's not really making much money. Like, right. most communities don't bring in a bunch of money unless they're either a mega church or, you know, they're a group of very wealthy people and they're bringing it up. Like, they, it's it's a hard thing to get enough money to run a church and so maybe if your pastor or, or ministers have a certain wealth then maybe you maybe get taxed like at that tax point bracket, right? well, you so hit you hit thing. this amount that's what we're doing we, we do all these bracket things right now i'm thinking like what's wrong with just 10 percent flat tax on everybody everything doesn't matter on what you keep bringing this up the 10 percent thing wait explain that more I thought I'd talked about it a couple of times. Round two. <laughs> My idea is like, look, man, we got all these loopholes, Microsoft, Apple, all these massive companies paying jack all in tax. Because, Nothing. Because there's plans, you know, hey, I'm reinvesting infrastructure, ways to skirt it. What if we just did 10% everybody? You're poor. You can still come up with 10%. It's not ideal, but it's 10%. You're a billionaire, 10%. Most of these really, really highly wealthy people aren't paying anything. So imagine 10% of a trillion instead of 0% of everything. Because they're just like finding loopholes, right? So close up all the loopholes. You're poor, 10%. You're rich, 10%. You're church, cool, 10%. All right, well yeah, then. So then what do you start doing when you start taking your money offshore? So it's like. All right, so you're just going to charge me 10%, so I make $10 million, but I'm going to – I'm you're not going to take my money, so I'm going to – because of that 10% rule and I don't have a way to reinvest, which is going to then reinvest in the economy by creating more jobs and more infrastructure, I'm actually just going to take that money and put it in my it's, Bahamas so, offshore account. And so it's a really good idea on paper, but it would completely – every business would tell us to fuck off. Well, then what about your idea then of this 10%, but let's go back to the tax bracket. And when you hit certain levels, you have to do that amount, but there's no loopholes. There's no way to get around it. You oh, have yeah. To I mean, it's still, this is very pie in the sky talk. Any amount, like the power of the church runs so deep. Any conversation of taxing the church is just likely never going to come up. Well, for sure, for sure not. It's not going to happen. So even no matter how you bracket it, no matter how you frame it, but then how what how are you considered Big for the church, right? Like, all right, there's Mormon religion, there's a Christian religion, there's a Muslim, right? These are all non tax have ways. I mean, Why can't I just create my own religion that only me and my family are a part of and say, I don't want to be taxed anymore? Well, you can't if you become a religion or like a non profit it's the same, you know, tax deductions as a as a as a church so i mean maybe not the same but it's like around the same thing so you don't have to be a religious organization like a christian organization necessarily to get you know those cuts at least i'm, I'm kind of sure about that i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure but i know as a non-profit organization even if you had nothing to do with religion you get some serious tax breaks and, and loopholes so i don't know so that's what i'm saying closing up those just... loopholes Eliminate the loopholes 10%. I don't have a problem paying taxes, man. All for it. Love it. But, like, watching the government burn that money yeah, like, in some areas. What if they just, burn. like, gave you an allotted amount of money that you had to spend on philanthropy, and then you got to choose what to do with it? 
There's going to be so much campaigning to go towards certain philanthropies at that point. True. I actually don't think we should have that choice. I think somebody should choose it, but somebody smarter should choose all that. Tell me what to do with my money. Well, that's what we do. It's like, I mean, that's our whole system right there. Defaulting to someone we feel like is smarter than us. It's like, hey, I want to elect that person. I think that person's good. And then you have another person that just happens to scream louder that will convince you, like, no, I'm better at it. Living in America, where at least I know I'm free. And I'm proud to give my money (laughs) to the big taxes in the government. (laughs) Take my money, bitch. Hey, man, but I'm glad to live in America, so. Me too. I'll pay some taxes, dog. Me It is the best country. Everyone wants to come here to live. I want to go somewhere else to explore, but they all want to come here to live. Everywhere I've been, all over the world, America is the shit. I love it. I mean, traveling's awesome. Hang out in another country, and you're like, this is dope. You get back home, and you're like, yeah, dude. Like, our our streetlights work. Our sidewalks are sidewalks. Like, our... We can drink our tap water. And drive ideal. a fucking car everywhere. Rev the fucking engine. Break Scream the carburetor. I can smash president. out the windows of Apple. You know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I can go loot Apple downtown. I can loot everything. In the name of, anything. I can get a burger that can stop my heart for no reason, but because I want to. Mm-hmm. Dude, was it you that was telling me about Heart Attack Cafe? Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, you can go get glorified and get a free meal for being over three hundred pounds. Yeah. What? America. Wow. America. I think I think it might be four hundred. You can flash your titties and get beads thrown at That's you. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like called the heart attack and They're basically killing those people. They're like, Oh, you're already four hundred pounds? Sick. Let's all glorify you and give you free food. It's good advertising though. It's great advertising. Well, it must be good food of us where all the fat people are going. I mean, I like the like morbidity of it. They're like, You know you're fucked. We know you're fucked. Come on. Come on, man. At that point, I mean, you've just given up. You know, you're like, so I can't outrun this train. So then it's a savings to be at that level with but that I'm place. Saying, no, it's not because all they're doing is taking a small dent off your hospital visits. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're freaking dead at that point. Dude. I'm here yeah. for a good time, a not a long time. Though, like, imagine being like, you know, seven feet jacked bodybuilder, you know, walking in there carbo loading. Ooh, yeah. Opposite side of it. I don't know if I've ever. I don't know if uh, maybe strong men get to that. Well, look at like NFL linemen. They eat like that. Yeah. And then they burn that off. Strongest men, those ones doing like the boulder challenges and like pulling the trucks and stuff. Yeah, I could see those dudes being like 400 fucking pounds. Like Like the mountain. The mountain chowing down on some burgers. Yeah. Burn it off Dude, real quick. Any restaurant delivered free food on somebody for somebody like that. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen The Rock's cheat meals? He'll post yes. them. Yes. Huge cinnamon rolls or Dude, like big ass chocolate cookies. Two huge pieces Crazy. of cheesecake, like a whole fucking cheesecake in two slices. It looks like it's like six inches thick. Just delicate. Delicate. Decadent. Decadent. With some tequila on the side. Caramel. Caramano. 
Big fan of tequila. If we can get him tequila. as an advertisement, the rock that tequila on here, that'd be great. Te- tequila, he's been all about his Terramana. I haven't even tried it yet. Is that his brand? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I want to try, um, who's that blue collar co- uh, comic, Steve Steve White? Oh, uh, Ron White. Ron White. Ron White. He's got a tequila brand. Mm. It's like a doing really well tequila brand, too. Well, Connor made the whiskey. Yeah, I haven't I haven't even tried that yet. Everyone's coming out with something. Yeah, dude, I I think if I came out with the liquor, it'd be a gin or a whiskey and bourbon. You cross me as a, like a malt liquor kind of guy. <laughs> Fuck you. The ones that you duct tape to your hand and <laughs> just see what happens. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. Sure. No, I appreciate that you want to be like a refined presence, but that's exactly where I'm cold. <laughs> know your worth, bro. You ever do the staff <laughs> thing whenever like you duct tape the the can to your like the hand can to your hand? And the thirty twos. Yeah. Or that we went to Alabama to get forties because it's uh. <laughs> how do they call it? I don't know. But uh, you guys don't have forties here in Florida. No. No. So we have to drive or thirty packs. I don't think you can get 30 packs here either. That's weird. During oh, spring 40, break, you can. 40 packs is what it is. You meant you don't have. I thought you meant like 40 ounce beers. No, no you can't. don't have 40 ounce. You can't get the 40 ounce beers here. Oh, that's weird. So you get like 32. Because Florida understands what people come here to do. Right. So you got to limit it a little bit. But during spring break, I mean, 20 bucks is a day is all you needed. So we'd go to Walmart, get a dirty 30, Natty Light for 15 like and some change. Take your $4 and change, go to... McDonald's. Get him a gangbang. Get him a gangbang. That's it, dude. That's all you need. That's all you need. But there was something about doing the Edward Forty hands that just hits different. Made it. Dude, we would do this one thing. We'd we'd buy like a twenty four pack each or whatever, and then we would try to make like a stash. So we duct tape them. When you finish it, you duct tape it to the bottom of your beer, your new beer, and you would just try to get them as tall as you could. And so you'd have like a staff that's like twelve beers tall, and you would have to like. Wa- put it on the ground and like walk back and like pour it in your mouth and start it. And it was so fun. you had the beer that like you were drinking at the top. I always had to be at the top. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like you could start a second staff too, but like, you know, it was always about trying to get your staff as long as possible. And then you have to move outside cause eventually you would start touching the ceiling. <laughs> uh, the wizard stick. That's what we called it. That's so funny. <laughs> So was this in high school or in college? Yeah, for sure. This was the high school parties. That was a good times, man. We get that bush light, bro. Bush light, get a dude. You pack right? Six ninety nine. It's at six percent, dude. You get trashed off. We had that. a thing called sip and go. <laughs> get a bunch of natty light and the Everclear. Oh, there was some pink lemonade mix, some country. Hunch punch. You would mix Everclear Natty Light. I've done that. It's the lemonade. It's it's not as bad as you think it is. Delicious. Yeah, you can tear that up. Delicious. Three cups to heaven. Women flock to it. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Women are all about it. About about heaven. Yeah, that's the. That was the good stuff. (laughs) That was the good stuff. Those are the good days. Yeah, if I did that now, dude. Not really, though. I always tell people like you couldn't fucking pay me to go back through high school. I was like, we should make that. What drink again? We should make that again. Sure. I mean, like, but the thing is, I feel like I'm at a place in life where I could for nostalgia. Fuck it. Yeah. Why you gotta not? remember where you came from. 
I guess. I just don't know that I hate money. myself That's that enough. That's what I'm saying. You spend some money and actually get a drink you'll enjoy. Right. That just feels like that would be like for no good goddamn reason. But you can use better juice now. But yeah, then it's not the same. <laughs> better mixes. But instead of Natty Light, you use a craft beer. Instead of... <laughs> yeah, let's get some instead of, IPAs instead in there. Of, <laughs> mixed with some Everclear. But the thing is, instead of Natty Everclear, Light has no taste already. That's why it's so perfect. But you can get like a flavor beer, throw it in there. Plus, it adds a little carbonation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Those beers do have way more carbonation than everything else. That's the bubbles are the taste. It was a good drink, though. <laughs> I'll defend it. It's just like I drank Natty Light for a while. But my go-to back at that age is I would do the Rolling Rock. A rolling oh. Rock. Woo! I went through a phase with that for a See, while. I can't do it anymore. The freaking the cans taste like tin. <laughs> Sorry, Rolling Rock. I don't mean to throw you under the rock, the bus there, but your inconsistency is so real. The only time I drink like Rolling Rock or whatever is like if I know I'm gonna be chugging some beer, like tailgates. Right. Like right. I'm gonna be chugging some beer, not remembering the football game. Yeah, I'll shotgun and You're play right. beer pong with Rolling Rock. But you'll be dead before I catch me drinking that shit. Bud Light, man's always done me right. It's a yeah, good direction. One time I saw a video of a good Bud Light direction. can that they opened, and there was like this black mold shit in there, and it really has destroyed my ability to enjoy Bud Light. Why was there black mold shit? I have there? no idea. It was like a fucking dead animal or dead something moldy ass gross. In oh my it. god! Uh, sounds like someone well, sat around for a while. Until right. <laughs> until I find a dead animal in my Bud Light, I think I'm gonna continue to. What if that's what makes it taste right. okay? Somebody told me it was probably propaganda from Mike Budweiser. <laughs> For their own spl- beer? Was that, was that on your wake up you're a fucking sheep.net? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And if you don't know it, if you can't see it, then you're just blind. FBI guy, delete. Delete. <laughs> delete. delete. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, um, I think we, uh, we're at point. Michael, you got any parting wisdom? Um, well, grab life by the balls. Unless you're a lobster. (laughs) Or a crab. (laughs) In which case, you can avoid that step. (laughs) Dylan, how about you? Any parting thoughts? Uh, Something I learned today is wear a shirt when you're going really fast. And uh, keep listening to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, like this podcast. Share this podcast wherever you're at. We love you. Have a wonderful... If we we don't hear from you, take care. Keep on keeping on. Let us hear from you. (laughs) By the way, catch me on Instagram, michael.hammock. That's it. H-A-M-M-A-C-K. We should get an Instagram for this. Hit that follow. Yeah. Post all of our crazy shit on there. Yeah, but let me be that first follow again. Michael M I C H A dot H A M M A C K. Sounds like Austin missed an opportunity last week. You can also find me on Snapchat at Hamdog95. Plug Austin. The Black Rambo. You can find him on most social outlets. Peace.